When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not what I was expecting. I could turn my life from a good dream to living in a nightmare, ruining a good thing. Probably couldn't tell you how I got here. Bottom of the barrel, I've been hanging here a lot. I've always done what I want. Just give me one more chance to mess it up. What's up, John Boy and Jake Radio? This is the last song of Problem Week, and I may have flunked the dunk here on this one. We got a lot of people sent in um, songs that they wanted, Jake. But yeah. these fucking West Coast trips don't give me time to plan JJR the night before. So mm-hmm. I didn't have time to listen to all the people that sent in. So I went to Spotify. I typed in the word problem. I went through the song list. And I saw Papa Roach. And I thought, oh, that's a funny band we can have some fun with. Like their style yeah. of music. This is what a Papa Roach song. Yeah, that was tough. It's tough. <laughs> it was tough. I mean, I was expecting, cut my life into pieces. Start there. But this here we is are. my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Like I was expecting that, and now we have. Yeah, no. I got problems. <laughs> Papa Roach, they they rebranded, man. Yeah. Well, they had problems, so they had to figure it out. Yeah. But his problem was he sang like a lunatic before. Now their problem is our problem. Yeah, we got got. So you got got. Don't don't let me. I gave it. I gave a suggestion multiple times this week. Yeah, but we did too much rap. Like we did. Wow. Okay. I like to spread the genres around. We did um, opinion. No, we did like. Well, we did two rap songs and then Ariana Grande, which is pop. So I was trying to find like an oldie or something like that. There was a Lana Del Rey song. I don't know. Whatever. Papa Roach. That's what happened. That's what happened. And here we are. Yeah. Did Papa Roach sing the song that was like, Here comes the prime, ready or not. Boom. Uh, Here comes the boom. I don't know. No idea. Would not. So you were telling me before we started. That was. That was. Search. Uh, that was POD. Hello. Yeah. You were telling me before we started. You were like, Yeah, you know, busy. I, I just saw a song on Spotify and saw a band. And I was like, oh, yeah, got to play these guys. Yeah. Did not think, would never have thought that Papa Roach would have been the answer there. Well, why would you think that? But, uh, I mean, if that was a Papa Roach song in the same vein as Cut My Life Into Pieces, it would have been a fun time. Yes. But it wasn't. Yes. So, 
Papa Roach doesn't sing. Reason that's boom. Papa Roach's only tune, I think. <laughs> oh no, dude! Papa Roach had scars. Yeah, they had a lot of songs, but they yep. did not have boom. That was POD, which I don't know what that POD yep. stands for. Playing playing in Denver, August twenty seventh. Papa Roach. Yep. It's gonna be a weird mix of like their old songs, and then they're like, okay, now let's go to our Christian album. I got problems. Weird. Well, anyway, how you doing, Jake? I'm all right. I'm all right. I uh, get get the roaches off of me. I'm good, man. I mean, pretty uh, pretty fun West Coast baseball going on. That's uh, if it wasn't, I don't know, three hours later than normal would just be like really cool. Would be great times. Like I, I think. I think if you'd be watching this, I, I think you'd have like knocked up Katie during this stretch of Yankees games. It's just fun wins, exciting. Um, but luckily, I, I don't know. I think you've got some things you got to take care of before that. So I'm, <laughs> I, I guess it's okay. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I guess uh, the weekend's kind of sneaking up. The NFL draft snuck up a little bit. Uh, and here we are. Here we are. So, what was your day yesterday? How are you doing? You want to give it a score on it before we move on? Oh, I, I didn't even I didn't even think we walked through our days. I thought these were the like previews of your days. What was your day? Oh shit! Yesterday was pretty good. I forget why the Yankees won. It was really nice out. It was really nice out here, like shorts weather. Um, I went on a car ride. Jake, what was what happened yesterday that made me happy? What happened yesterday that made you happy? These fucking West Coast trips, going to sleep at two a.m. every night. I can't remember my days. Did you uh, did you do another gym trip? Did you do your stretch machine? No, we were supposed to do that, but then Katie couldn't. So okay, so I think I just sat here and worked. Take the dog for a walk. Oh I yeah, that. I did. I took Zimmer for a nice walk on the beach. It was beautiful sunset. Yeah, that's nice. what made me happy. There you go. It was really Instagram the hell out of that sunset. People helping people. I'm just going to go 6.1. Okay. Yankees came back from down 5 nothing. We'll get into that. And I like that. Yeah. I'll uh I'll go like 6 and a half, man. The uh the Yankees game, I I checked the clock when it ended. It was like uh 11 Eleven fifty, so it it fully fully received the kickoff before going into the next day. So I got all of that, um, and then yeah, man, I took I took my dog for a very nice walk uh, through Washington Park, um, one of Denver's nicer parks. There, beautiful day. He was giving me the tow truck for the first half of it, but that was okay because I I was using it as a a fake little power walk, and then he he chilled out the second half of the walk. What's giving you the tow truck? That mean he's pulling you, or you had to pull him? He's pulling me. Oh, I have to pull Zimmer sometimes. It's annoying. Yeah, I mean my my dog is basically the size of a small horse and two years old. Yeah, a lot of energy. So he's ready to go. There's a uh, there's I don't th- I've never had to tow him because I don't know if I can tow. Walking Zimmer on the boardwalk is so. Annoying because every dog pees on every every block. There's like posts sure. and every dog pees in it. So every block Zimmer wants to sniff the posts. And it's so frustrating to stop that often. 
I just got to get him to the beach on the sand, and then I let him just I let go of the leash and let him do whatever he wants. There you go. Yeah. But I'm glad that you get pulled by your dog. That sounds more fun. Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> There's two different evils there. Uh, all right. Let's get into uh, tri-state sports. Shall we? Sure. 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 The Yankees beat the Angels 6-5. to five. They came back from being down 5 nothing. Tyler Wade and DJ LeMay, who combined for a go-ahead run. It was nice. CeCe Zapathy didn't pitch great, but Johnny Lasagna came out of the pen and shut it down. Clint Frazier did have to go to the aisle, though, with a sprained ankle or whatever happened to his ankle. They sent Loisaga down, and there has not been a corresponding move. A trade may be on the horizon, Jake, or maybe a tray. Ambergie just coming up from Triple A. The Mets lost the game. The Mets lost the last game of a three-game set to the Phillies last night. Reese Hoskins hit a triple. Jake, then he hit a home run and did the slowest home run trot you've ever seen because they threw at his head the game prior, and he did not like it. The Islanders finally found out who they're playing, the Hurricanes, Jake. They're playing the Hurricanes. They won three out of four games against the Canes during the season. So that's something of note. And that is the end of the Tri-State Update. Bop, 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 bop. Yanks uh, get Gary Sanchez back. So they're down to 12 guys on the I.L., and it lasted about four hours. And now Clint goes to the IL, and there's 13 guys on there again. Yeah, and Gary had what will hopefully be his worst game of the season. Um, yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was, it was like yo, he, he needed more rehab, huh? Because he wasn't even close to, to some of his swings. Um, man, I mean, just... Dude, I know that Gary's a big figure, and he gets clicks. The newspaper article I saw today, the big headline was Gary stinks, but he's happy. There you go. And then like it was about how he's happy because the team came back from five nothing and he's happy because he played a full nine games and he felt good physically like he didn't feel injured. But that was buried. The headline was just Gary stinks and he's happy. For one game, I agree. <laughs> I know, but he's to put that on the bold print yeah. like Jesus, you know Christ. how the dance goes. You know what they're doing. Um but yeah, man, this this Yankees team has a little magic. Um, I mean, Papi Chulo was on at first. They're they're galvanizing. They're finding different ways to win. Uh, the pitching outside of CC's performance last night has been like really, really good. Um, Were you worried yesterday at all? Um, what do you mean? Did you ever feel like your heart was on the line? Like, oh, shit, this sucks. We're not going to win. Oh, shit. Like, were you ever bummed out? No, because, I mean, we've already taken two out of two, two out of four, and this was the third game of the set. So there was still, even if we lost yesterday, there was still a chance to win three out of four. That's That's where I was. I was on Periscope, and I was, like, relatively calm and fine about the whole thing. I was like, well, if we lose this one, like, we've won eight of our last ten. Like, it's not going to hurt me at all. If we lost this game and then they come back and then it's just like, okay, well, great. And I mean, there's just, there was just time. Like when it was five, nothing halos, like the Yankees didn't have a hit yet. I don't think. And you're just like, yeah, I mean, if we're getting no hit and CC was getting roughed up, 
this is what happens. Yeah. Like, yes, this passes the test. And then they got – they didn't push that the following inning, they got a runner on third and they didn't score him. And that was kind of the – that moment, if they scored there, I think our hearts would have been more tied to it because you're like, all right, these Yankees, they got some extra rally in them. But then it was like 5 nothing again. You're like, West Coast trip, like – you you kind of came to grips if you lost the game, but then uh, they put it together, a little hidden ball trick, Jim. Yeah, uh, people were so upset about, like, that's Bush League. The Yankees would never do that. What are you talking about? It got them out of a big-time jam. It was it was yeah. fine. Yeah, and then the peop- there was some MLB review uh, hardos out there that they were doing the whole, like, you know, this isn't in the nature of the review rule. And I was like, this exactly is. If you're sliding into second and your calf comes off the bag for a millisecond and you're called out sliding in for a double, that's not necessarily in the heart of the rule. But this is a hidden ball trick. That This was their exact intention was to get Tyler Wade off the base for a second. He did. He tagged him. Yeah. That's an out. Yeah, I, I have no problems with it. I don't even really have a problem with Wade because, like, come on. He came off for he got got he got got like they they ran a hidden ball trick. It happens. You're gonna get got by that every now and then. Um, people, I got a bunch of people saying Didi won't do that. It's bush league. Well, I hope Didi does it because if it works, I'd be so happy. Got about got yeah. a kind of a huge jam. Yeah, I was it was a huge moment of the game. That uh, man, those when the Yankees had their big rally. What was it in the seventh? Um. Between the rally, the trout catch, the hidden ball trick, like show that to the kids and see why baseball is an awesome sport. Yeah, because that was that was action packed, awesome baseball. I agree. It was a. Uh, it is. Well, we'll go into this on talking Yanks. It is nice yeah. to see this style of baseball. Um, oh yeah, it's fun. Yeah. See, see, gritty. The gritty. Next man up. Gritty. See, there's a huge argument on Twitter right now over who started the next man up thing, which is no one. No. It's, yeah, it's not good times. It's it's weird. Nice. Because everyone's making next man up shirts. They want, I got a couple of crusts for us to make it, but two other websites already have them. So I feel like, I don't like being last to something. I think there's no right. point in being last. It's either you're first or you're last. There, Ricky Bobby. Look at that. But uh, people are, like, fighting over who originated the term next man up. And I think you'd have to go back to 1912. None of you. Yeah. I think you'd have to go. Probably early, early military days. <laughs> yeah. Probably, like, fucking gladiator days. Yeah. Was, who is the next man up? Oh, the Yankees just acquired Cameron Mabin from the Indians. Got him. Got our guy. Who'd they give up? I don't know. This is, I mean, it takes John Moyne J. Grady for a halt real quick. But Jack Curry says, it seemed like they were going to get a trade because they didn't make a corresponding move. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry for stalling the radio show now, but I kind of need to see what's going on here. Do you have anything on the Mets and the Reese Hopkins trap? Yeah. Uh, I think everyone did good here. Um, Hoskins trot, if you've got 34 seconds to spare today, go check that out. Um, 
because it is one of the slowest trots you will ever see. Um, but it was deservedly so. In the ninth inning last night, a guy threw over his head not once but twice. And so in the ninth inning of this game, Hoskins hits a home run. So, yeah, take take your time. And, like, all the managers said everything right. The The Mets manager, the Mets pitcher both said, like, yeah, if, if, if you don't want to see that, you know, don't let him hit that home run. And then the Phillies manager, Gabe Kapler, was just like, yeah, I mean, it, we we say the best way to retaliate if they throw if they throw over your head, you hit one over their heads. Mm-hmm. So I, I have no qualms. Uh, everything was executed perfectly. It was funny. It was uh, it was enough petty to be funny and not dickish. I think. Yes. Like I thought it was funny. I I got a lot of requests to do a breakdown of it, so I might do one coming up and I think I'm gonna I think my joke in the breakdown Jake is gonna be that he wasn't all he was doing was paying homage to Joe West and then I'm gonna slice in the Joe West running because it's very similar running style it is a similar form it's just like shoulder shrugs an inch and a long (laughs) yeah more shoulders more shoulder effort than actual running effort yeah I can't find who the Yankees traded for Cameron Maven. I don't think it's been released yet. But he's he's been in AAA right now. He's 31 years old. He's been in AAA. So. Yeah, I wonder if he even had one of those veteran contracts where maybe the Yankees like purchased him from them. I don't know. But, I mean, they still got to do a 40-man dance. So if, if you're interested into that, check out Talking Yanks tonight. Oh, yeah. I think they just, like, Kratzy, like He was with the yeah. AAA affiliate on a minor league contract and not on the 40-man. So yeah, I think they might not have given up anything. But if they or or they gave up something so little. We'll find out. Cool. All right, let's go to the national news and then we're going to talk some draft. Big Islander series. Yeah, finally. Jimmy, it is a day filled with hope. In La Liga, the National Football League, the NFL draft, where all your dreams can come true today. A couple of a uh, couple big picks for those teams that play in Jersey. Uh, we're gonna talk talk a little more in depth about that today. Uh, Jim, this is more your kind of deal. Pedro Strop gets his car stolen before the game, and then he comes in and gets the save. So how about that? Rockets advance versus Utah. They win by seven. Yeah. Golden State gets beat at home by the Clippers. Now they have to go back to Los Angeles for a game six. That's uh, some pretty bizarro starting to raise some yellow flags in Golden State. And Carolina, game seven, Jim, double OT. They knock off the Capitals, who probably will not repeat to win the Stanley Cup this year. Odds are. It's like something serious would have to happen. (laughs) <laughs> that was good it's true uh, alright do you want to do anything before we get Bobby on the line to talk draft stuff um the Pedro Strop thing's pretty fun um and yeah man I would just did you watch any of the Carolina thing because it was kind of the same situation with the San Jose game like right after the Yankees game it was no, it, I no, it went OT, right? Or actually, it was in the middle. It was in the middle of the Yankees game. I'm sorry. I I did a flip. It was it was right after CC's bad inning. They started the second overtime, so I did a brief flip. Um, 
I didn't. And I didn't then, see uh, it. Dude, I didn't go- see any of it. Golden State. There's a little blood in the water, man. Yeah. Like they're not gonna lose this series, but okay. I think they're gonna they're they're gonna play Houston next, and Houston gets extra rest, which is huge because James Harden has to do everything for them. Chink in the armor. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, what, what did I say? Blood in the water. Yeah. 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 There's something. There's a there's a yeah. hint like ooh might not make it to the finals this year. Like it's it's just different. If they do this damn thing, it's just different this year. Nice. All right, I'm gonna start calling in Bobby, see if we sure. can get him on the line. Bobby. There we go. Yeah, I got you. What's up? We're live. We're doing the damn thing. Are okay, you doing okay. conditioner conditioner Goodell? Conditioner. <laughs> but I guess we'll we'll wait to talk about that on the show. But we had a lot of fun doing that, man. <laughs> So we got the draft coming up. I don't know much about the draft or or care to. Jake loves the draft. One of yeah. one of your top sports days, Bobby. You you've been doing tons of draft stuff on Simple Man Radio and on Talking Giants. So Jake, you lead the questions. Where what do we need to know? Uh, uh they're going to draft a couple players tonight. Uh, is I'd Murray is Murray going first? I, I don't know. I get I, you. Well, let's just do this the easy way. You start at the top because I think Bobby's with me, but I, I mentioned this to you yesterday. The, there's been some serious Kyler Murray smoke screens the past couple couple hours, uh, including, I think, Bobby, I don't know if you saw it, but I think like Rich Eisen said that there's serious people that are saying they're off of Kyler, which, if they are, would be the coolest draft ever. But when you actually think about it, there's no way at this point in the process they can't take him right bob yeah basically i believe he's going number one it has to be at this point um and the nfl supposedly there's a, there's a rumor that the nfl has told them to keep quiet about it so there's excitement around the draft and that's not like some weird conspiracy theory i mean guys like todd mcshay and people have said that so yeah kyler's gotta go number one but like you said jake if he's not that's gotta it's gonna be one of the wildest drafts in a long time because there's gonna be all kinds of trades against the top five and we're gonna have no clue what's gonna happen and that's 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 why the draft is awesome, Jim, because even so even if the first two are in stone, which I I think Bosa should be going to San Fran either way, but after that it's it's just gone. It's just gonzo. And I part of me loves the fact that there's guys that dedicate their full lives to this and with one trade everything goes to shit. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I I also I, I think finishing off on Kyler, um it's just they've basically Josh Rosen, who they drafted last year, has been trashed for the past four months. They brought in Kingsbury, and he's been linked to Kyler the whole time. So if you somehow don't draft Kyler, you've insulted your current quarterback. And I think the bigger thing, which isn't really sports, but it is, like their fan base is all juiced up for Kyler Murray. They've convinced themselves that he's the next Russell Wilson, and he's all exciting, and he's going to be the best. So, like, if you pulled that rug from under them, like, as a Cardinals fan, you'd just be like, I'm out. What are we doing? Yeah, and especially, like, if, uh, if like you said, if you're Rosen and they're sticking with you, how have you just not come out and said, like, hey, Rosen's our guy. We're not picking Kyler with the number one overall pick. You guys can stop talking about that. And I think a trade would probably be done by now because, you know, trades from the number one overall pick, they don't – they usually don't happen on draft day. Those usually happen beforehand. So yeah, it, it's got to be Kyler, and then I'm, and that's partly wishful thinking for me because I'm all in for Josh Rosen on the Giants. All right, before we get to that, I I'm listening to this, hearing this, and I actually love 
because in press drafts, usually when the number one is, you know, you know, we know the Colts were taking Andrew Luck. Like, <clears throat> officially, they said we're going to take him. And, and that's happened a lot of years. So if this is what Bobby said, the NFL just wants to build up more entertainment, that's good. But also, they better take Murray because what you guys just said, like Rosen is now being trashed by, not like inadvertently, he's being because they're not saying he's our guy, they're basically trashing him to the fan base who are now excited about another QB and trashing him like the coach doesn't want him. So, yeah, if they don't take Murray and just stick with Josh Rosen, he's going to be like, this fucking sucks. Even if it's yeah. the best football decision. But, like, they've blown that. Yeah, and I th- and, and if it were to be – if there was a team that would do something like this, it would be the Cardinals. I, I really think they're one of the worst organizations in all football. They – they got rid of Bruce Arians after one bad year after he got that, you know, franchise up. And I don't know how, what you guys feel about the Cliff Kingsbury hire, but I, I just think it's one of the dumbest things, one of the dumbest hires of all time. I feel like there's so many other, like, offensive guys you could have got out, the, out there besides someone who was under 500 at Texas Tech. I think Jake with guys like with, you with guys like Mahomes, a guy who completely alienated Baker Mayfield. I mean, Baker Mayfield has a guy on his list right now. I just think the Cardinals are stupid. So if there was an organization stupid enough to mess this up, it would be the Cardinals. Yeah, I got I got into some serious Twitter wars over the Kingsbury thing. People were saying, you know, he he was at Tech, you know, and obviously it's in Lubbock. He can't get the same defensive recruits. He had like the worst record of any Tech coach for the past like thirty years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but mo- Bob, you know the most important thing. He's a good looking guy. Yeah, I I, I don't. I don't... I don't get that, man. It just it just doesn't make any sense to to bring in a guy like that. I know we're going way back, but like you said, like he he like people don't like him. Uh, like you know, like I said, Baker Mayfield can't stand him. And I understand, like yeah, you can't get all to get the you know the greatest defensive recruits at Texas Tech. But when you got Patrick Mahomes, I feel like you can win at least over half your games. I mean, the Chiefs' defense was anything special, and they went you know twelve and four with the guy. So yeah, I don't know what the hell the Cardinals are doing. So they could very well screw this up. And then from from there, Jim, I think I think the next touch point, it, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of defensive linemen for the next couple picks. Bosa is basically the lock. His brother's in the NFL. His dad was in the NFL. He's basically as safe as an NFL pick gets. It sounds like him and the Niners are in a love fest. Um, and then it's the D tackles. It's Quinn and Williams, and then Ed Oliver. I, Bob, where where are you at with the Jets? Do you just have them going Quinn and wash your hands and move on, or what? Um. I think they should go Josh Allen because that defense with guys like Jamal Adams and Marcus May and as safeties and they like they have a good defense. I feel like a pass rusher would put them over the edge to being a top defense, kind of like the the Bears did with Khalil Mack. Obviously, I'm not expecting Josh Allen to come in and be Khalil Mack right away, but I feel like he propels them way more than uh, a Quinton Williams is. Who I you know I think Quinton Williams could very well be the best player in the draft. Uh, but just Josh Allen does everything. You can even put him in coverage, which is. You know, I would I would use him mostly as a pass rusher, but Kentucky. I mean, I mean the game against Georgia where they just ran the ball down their throats. Uh, you know, Kentucky had him going in the coverage on like half the throws. So, but I, I like Josh Allen a lot at the Jets. But Quinn, like both those guys, you really can't go wrong. Bobby, I know, then, I know that. I, oh, sorry, Jake. Go ahead. You're you're good. I, I was I was gonna I was gonna say the the team that needs to be discussed before we get to the G men, and then I think we can hop around and talk some players and what to look out for a little more. Uh, the Raiders have three first-round picks. You've got two guys on the podcast right now that have 
you know, B B minus John Gruden impressions. The Raiders are <laughs> going to be like the team of this draft. And well, a if if Bobby's scenario happens, they should run up and either grab they should grab Quinnen. But if they get Oliver or Quinnen Williams, that's smart. But uh, I don't know. I guess I guess Bobby, where are you at with where are you at with the Raiders? Well, I appreciate you giving me a B minus on my John Gruden impression. I think it just sounds like a <laughs> Chicago guy. But no, I mean they're they are the wild card in this draft because they're the they're the reason I have a hope that Quentin Williams could drop to six with the Giants. Um, because you know they can either take the best available, who would either be a, a Williams or an Allen, or they could take a chance on a guy like Sweat, or they could just surprise us and and pick a quarterback. I mean, there's just so many things they can do. But as much as I've kind of like put in my head, oh, they'll pass on Quinn and Williams. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna take the the other guy on that, whichever one doesn't get drafted by the Jets. And in the later rounds, I just it's hard to say how John Gruden feels about Derek Carr. I think he might be done with him. So I could see them packaging him up and maybe even moving up to get Haskins if he falls past six. I mean, John Gruden is is probably the biggest wild card in the NFL right now. I mean, even you know last year's draft, they they traded down and drafted an offensive lineman who wasn't really polished. So I I think the unexpected is to be expected out of Gruden. I, I so I saw Dan Snyder is taking over the draft for the Redskins. It was like, oh, it's reported that Dan Snyder has hands all over the first pick. The last time he did this, he traded to get uh, RG three. What what could he do that's like ridiculous? I mean, well, the, the rumor is they want well. People are saying they could trade up to get uh, Dwayne Haskins. That, or that would Daniel be the Jones. I've heard that too. Right, Bob? Yeah, I've heard they could that they could trade up to get Daniel Jones. Uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to buy into anything. That, like every other report conflicts other ones. It's, it's hard to buy anything into anything over the past few days. Although I guess I tend to believe the ones that are more favorable for me. <laughs> so when I hear Redskins, when I hear Redskins trading up to pick Daniel Jones, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that definitely sounds legit. So yeah, I, but I, I I wouldn't surprise me at all if they trade up and get a QB, um, even though they have a, a it would be it would be really bad for that QB because they have no weapons on offense right now. All right, so Bobby, I know that you don't truly believe in Dwayne Haskins, but you kind of don't want to be a big jerk about it. So what are your thoughts there? I know you you think he's never he's never had to really do anything. Yeah, and I've kind of softened up on him a bit because. His quarterback is the one position where are I you softening up on him because there's a possibility he may be a giant and then you have to root for him. Yeah, that possibly could be it. <laughs> um, no, well, it's just getting close. But quarterback, I judge so hard because it's it's such an unknown. I mean, it's really the one position where like we can all pretend like oh, Rosen's the guy, Haskins the guy on Twitter. But in the, the day, these guys who it's their job to figure out they get this position wrong all the time. So where with quarterbacks, I judge him like crazy. And then, like, middle linebackers, I'm like, this six-round guy was going to be a pro bowler, no doubt in my mind. But, listen, the, the thing is, is he played one year, which is fine. I don't care if you played one year. But at Ohio State, guys were just wide open. And you and you look against the Michigan game where they just put up points. I think it was, like, 60-something points. I can't remember the points exactly. And, you like, I sat, I watched every single throw, and almost everything was a, it was a drag route. You know, it's something within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Or a guy that was just wide open. I mean, the guy wasn't really tested, which it's hard to blame the guy for throwing to guys that are open. It's just such an unknown, and he can be a little inaccurate on his deep balls. He can underthrow him a little bit. So it's not necessarily that I, I can't stand Haskins. It's just that I really think Josh Rosen's that guy. 
Um, and you know, maybe he won't even be available. But yeah, Haskins, it's just an unknown. And, and you know, people could get on TV and talk about how, you know, oh, he's this guy, he's the guy no matter what. But at the end of the day, it's just, he's probably one of the biggest unknown, unknowns for a projected top 10 QB we've had in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think the, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I've got a theory brewing that, like, in the first 40 picks of a draft, there's going to be three, four quarterbacks that have to be taken. And I think this one is the perfect example. Because Daniel Jones, who's getting a ton of love out of Duke, there's there's some people that just think he's bad, like not even straight up good. And as of the other day, there's rumors that the Giants could potentially take him at six. Um, and then the uh, the other quarterback that people are mentioning is Drew Locke, who who people like him, and he kind of fits the bill of the. Because a lot of quarterbacks, usually the better quarterbacks kind of come from schools where, what Bobby was just saying, they don't come from Ohio State where they've had a clean pocket and they've their receivers wide open all day. They come from a school like Missouri where basically Missouri's overmatched every week in the SEC and Drew Locke's done some things. He's got a little Storielli syndrome going on. He's got small hands, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the people say this. I was listening to a, a, a podcast with McShay. And the hands are kind of small, um, and they they brought up a stat I think saying that like only I can't remember who the only guy was that was like under nine inch hands, but they're at nine, so you know nine inches is good for uh, to satisfy most most people. But Locke and and Jones are both guys where you watch them, you're like, okay, that's nice, that's nice, but you just you're just left wanting more. Um, Locke, like you, you, there's some passes where it's Locke's like, man, that's a beautiful throw, that's better than anybody that's came out in the past five years. And then he'll miss a guy on a on an eight yard curl route by you know ten yards. It's just and he just Missouri. It just it seemed like they never like took took the reins off him and let him go. And maybe that's because they knew something more. It's like we can't just let this guy sling it because he's going to throw four interceptions a game. And Jones has gotten some like unnecessary hate. I think it's just because people are so tired of Eli Manning that because there's that Duke that David Cutcliffe connection. That people just they just don't want to they want they want to trash somebody because they're they're mad at Eli, um, and I was kind of like when you actually watch him he's a pretty decent guy. Uh, in fact, Danny on Talking Giants said his comp would be Big Ben, and I like that a lot because he he sits in there and takes hits. You know his comp really isn't Eli. Um, he had a lot like in the Clemson game in the beginning, like he was moving the ball and his wide receiver drops like a, a thirty-five yard pass that was pit on him perfectly. Um, so he, he I, I like Daniel Jones, not as much as Haskins or Kyler, but I definitely wouldn't want him drafted at six or 17. Uh, I think part of me, that's just being really picky on quarterbacks though. All right. So your, your right. best case for the giants is trading the second round for Rosen, uh, Quentin Williams at six. And then the Alabama tackle, uh, Jonah Williams at 17. Uh, that that shores up the O line for the, you know, the next few years. Quentin Williams is just a beast. And then we have our quarterback for the future, who would probably be the best in this draft, getting him for a second-round pick. Jake, how would you grade that? all those moves? Yeah, that would be great. I, I'm, I'm fully on the Rosen boat with Bobby. If, if you can get him without giving up a first-round pick or anything, I mean, that's a huge win. Like, And that comes back into my, my quarterback theory where it's like, if, if Rosen was in this draft without his year on the Cardinals, which was – uh, a one and done for their head coach that year in a team that was openly awful. Um, like I, I think I don't think Kyler would have jumped him. I think people would have talked themselves into what Josh Rosen was this kind of analytical asshole, <laughs> uh, smart but prototype quarterback. Um, and like Kyler almost with 
well, with them hiring Kingsbury and what they wanted, uh, it, it's how everything happened. I don't think Quinn and Williams is going to get to six. Uh, I, I think he's the best best defensive player in the draft. I I like I like getting whatever defensive end slash lineman slips, whether it is Josh Allen or Oliver. Um, they're they're talented guys. Um, and then yeah, with that next pick, I don't know. It, I do like something sexier than than the tackle, but we've seen the Giants' offensive line for for a while. So if 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 one of those big boys slips, I think they run up to the board and and you get them. Um, yeah, and I I don't know. I guess I guess the other the other thing that I I think we got to start tidying this up, and I'll, I'll I'll pass it to Bobby. And this is this is what the people are looking for, Jim. We might not see. I mean, if you take the quarterbacks out of it, in the first round, we've got two tight ends from the same school, Iowa. Your, uh, our guy Mitch was had him in his Twitter bio all year, TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant. And then we might get one running back to sneak in, and Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma, but this isn't a big, like, skill position, talented draft. And Jimmy's giving me question mark eyes because I just said someone's name is Hollywood Brown. But Bobby, is that is that kind of on course? I feel like all the experts are saying like, no, there's some good skill position players, but it's all you know day two, day three guys. But doesn't that mean there's not necessarily that many good <laughs> talent or yeah, skill players? I, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, like especially in the top ten, like I don't think we've ever seen the defensive line talent that we've had with you know Williams, uh, Allen, Bosa, Montez Sweat's another one. You know, he has that hard condition, but I mean, he got six foot six, runs a four four forty. Um, out of Mississippi State, and yeah, it's just it feels like all the skill players kind of have their flaws. There's nobody at running back that blows me away, um, but like you said, Hollywood Brown, he can be amazing. Like we could, you know, he could be the guy that, like, when you look at the first round, you know, five years from now, he's the guy the name that sticks out the most. Um, but you know, he Good is name. small and he's had injury problems, and he's Antonio Brown's cousin, um, so you know, he's got to be a really good guy. And another <laughs> wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Everyone's talking about Metcalf, but I think people have really like tempered off the Metcalf. The more we've gotten closer to the draft, I think we've more people have like, all right, yeah, he's fast and big, but what else he's done? The other wide receiver at Ole Miss, AJ Brown, he runs really good routes. I like him a lot. Uh, he could end up being the number one wide receiver. But yeah, like you said, man, it's there's really not a skill player at wide receiver, running back, uh, tight end where you're like, man, I have to go get that guy. Because he's going to change our our franchise. All right, that's all good stuff. What's this conditioner Goodell thing? I'm out the loop. <laughs> it, it was uh on the we so we did that fan mock draft yeah. uh, on Superman Radio, and I accidentally said conditioner instead of commissioner. Oh, and I just kind of ran with it. I tell you what, man, uh, that, that wasn't even supposed to be a good impression. I you know with talking Giants, I never go into talking Giants like let's make it funny. That's just not what it is, you know, and I'm been more on Twitter being serious talking about the Giants and then I get in front of the microphone on Superman radio and like that just all goes under the window where I'm trying to be more professional and then we're we're we're, we're comparing Devin Bush to a rapist and the and, and he's gonna do more damage than 9-11 but just <laughs> we, we really throw that all out the window once we get on Superman radio we're gonna have some fun uh and well you know the conditioner uh, our John Gruden, like I said, my John Gruden impression is horrible. I can't believe Jake gave me a B minus, but that's one of the most fun things we do all year. I feel like is the mock draft because it just lets us, you know, get let other people get involved and you know uh, 
let her hair down. For yeah, a so bit. The, uh, they have a a fan from each team call in and make their pick, and then they grade the pick. I, I listened to it yesterday; it's pretty good. But uh, thanks for joining us today. Some good draft talk that I would not have been able to participate in. So I'm happy that you were here. Yeah, sounds good, guys. I always uh, appreciate you having me on. All right, see you, man. Take it easy, Bobby. All right, so wild ending there. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, <laughs> I I I gave the uh, the simple man uh, fan draft a little tune in yesterday to see what was going on, and uh, yeah, the conditioner thing was pretty fun because they were uh, yeah they they were throwing some bad impressions in there and just having fun with it, and then right off the bat, Bobby goes conditioner Goodell. <laughs> so then <laughs> so then they just rolled with it the whole time, which was good. Bobby's uh, got nice hair too, so you gotta you gotta commit to the joke. Yeah. If you let that conditioner go, then it looks bad. If you hammer it home, <laughs> you win. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they they were they were testing the fringes with some jokes, but that's uh that's where they live on Simple Man. Yeah, it was a good time. All right, uh, let's go straight to the half. So if we have listeners. That enjoy draft talk? I'm glad we did that. That was good stuff. And go listen to uh, Simple Man Radio. They did the entire mock draft. That's a pretty cool idea that they have. They have fans make the picks and stuff. Yeah, it gets a little slippery if you if you get a couple couple fans being obtuse or if they <laughs> the first guy calls in with the guy from his college and it's like he's not getting drafted till the second round. Come on. Yeah, man. but they they get um, to say that in there. Yeah, you got You got to have fun with that. Um, yeah, man, it's gonna be. Uh, it's, I don't know. I th- I think we're gonna look back at the draft and be like, no, you just look back and you're like, these often these quarterbacks and these guys suck. Yeah, I think this is that year. No. Like, in, unless Kyler's legit, which he does have a chance with NFL, and he's obviously a special athlete to get drafted in the first round of the NFL and and baseball, but he's also like <laughs> small and skinny. <laughs> Been there. Once, well, once upon no, probably not. Yeah, never skinny. You used to be pretty skinny. Who? You used to be pretty skinny. I was normal sized. Yeah, there was a time when you weren't considered. Yeah, chubby. What were what word were you gonna go? You you played three words in your head and then you canceled them all out because you felt like they were too mean. Um, obese. No, that wasn't one. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Uh, no, I didn't know. I I think you were considered skinny at one point. Go me. Proud of Pretty myself. Pretty eyes. Proud of myself. Um, all right. Well, at halftime. Were you shocked that there was a guy named Hollywood? Is that his real name or a nickname? I think that's his real name. No, I he, was. He, he's. I was doing questionable eyebrows at you because I had no idea what you said before that. You you. Oh, okay. You said like you just out of nowhere. I mean, I just don't know the context. Out of nowhere, you just said Mitch had him in his bio, and I was like, "Who the fuck's Mitch? What bio?" Uh, no beer in heaven, Iowa. Oh. You know who you reference when you make your Iowa basketball picks? <laughs> I had no idea. I get it now, but yeah, I was like, who's the fuck is Mitch? Well, no one, none of our listeners know Mitch. <laughs> uh, hey, you, you've referenced him before. That's why it was for you. Um, Hollywood's first name is Marquise. Hollywood Brown. All right. Halftime's over. Let's go to the news. Halftime's over. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to 
6 o'clock. Time for the news. A man who removed his condom during sex with a prostitute has been jailed for rape. A Texas pizza, a Texas pizza joint forced to close after employees spiked the pizza with laxatives. Another laxative story. A woman claims she was forcibly removed and barred from a restaurant after posting bad reviews. I would, yeah, you're ruining our business. Get out of here. A feminist cafe that charged a man, a feminist cafe that charged a man tax is set to close at the end of the month. African teen builds windmills from junk and supplies his village with electricity. That was a nice headline. Threw in a nice headline today. And a giant potato in Idaho is available to rent on Airbnb for $200 a night. I read the news today, oh boy. Where do you want to start? I just can't believe the Man Tax Cafe is closing. Yeah. It's, uh... I mean, just shut up. Right? Like, I... God, I, I know there's a lot of things wrong in this world and imbalances, but like how how can you not see that and be like, this is wrong? Yeah. Like, I just if you go fully if you go full shoe on the other foot and think of how insane like, oh yeah, we're we're opening up a Buffalo Wings place that has a woman's tax. If you come in and you eat here and you're a woman, you're getting charged extra. Yeah, like the cafe's name is Handsome Her. And it's a yeah. vegan cafe. They're closing up. Get get there while you can. Yo. I mean, this is sad. And, I mean, we sound like, maybe we sound like the people that they're trying to, like, power against. But you you go too far to one side. The only men, the only men that are going to handsome her vegan cafe and paying the tax are creepy guys with bad intentions. Ooh, I thought you were going to go the other way with it. I thought you were going to say it was like hipster boyfriends that are trying too hard that are like, you know what? This is right. I think every play should be like this. Yeah, I think that guy like got skeletons. Oh, okay. So you've got that guy with skeletons. Okay, so now we've set the scene in there and that's why it's closing. You're like white knighting way too hard. Dude, that is so suspect. If I, you, you and I have sisters, like that's that's a good defense in this day and age. But like, well, I think I, I think you and I it, are very nice to females. Why? Well, that's so stupid a, to even have to say. If a guy, <laughs> <laughs> if you went on a date with a guy, first or second date, you're you're still feeling each other out or whatever, and you took him to this cafe. And they charged him the man tax. And he said something along the lines of like, this feels right. About time. That would be the biggest red flag in the world. About time I got charged a man tax. Oh, okay. Well, you're killer. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, thank you. There's actually a good testing period. You bring your boyfriend to the man tax and say, this place is pretty cool. They charge 18% more when men buy stuff. And if he accepts that, and says he's down with that cause, you've got a liar <laughs> and a yeah. guy with bad intentions. Because any normal... That's what, I'm, that's what I'm running through my head right now. You go on a first date with a girl. You're like, oh, we should, we should grab coffee or something. You go 
you hang out at this place, you're talking for a little bit, you kind of like what you're talking about, and you're like, oh my God, it's been 30 minutes, we haven't even got coffee. Like, let me go get you a coffee. So I, I go up to there, I order, I order a couple of coffees, and they're like, well, is the, is the, you know, the lavender latte, is that for the girl you're with over there? They're like, oh yeah, uh, and the, this, this one's for, actually no, the, for me it would be reverse. I would have the lavender latte, and my date would probably have a black coffee, mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, the lavender latte is me. And they'd be like, oh, well, all right, so we, we have to charge you a man tax on the latte. I'm trying to think of what my actual reaction would be. Like, it's either A, pretend I didn't hear those words and give my credit card, which there's a good chance for that. I'll be honest. I, just because I've never heard that sentence before, I just roll through it and be like, <laughs> I think that guy just said man tax. <laughs> oh, it, um, yeah. Or I think I just freeze up and I'm like, then I won't take the coffee if you're charging me a man tax. It depends what mood I'm in. Because I'll be honest, 80% of the time, I'm just like a don't stir shit up. Just like go along with whatever and leave. And I'd say, that's okay. Here you go. Just give me my coffee and pay it and never go back there ever again. But you catch me in the right mood. And like 20% of the time, I'm speaking my mind. I mean, we can make something of this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like that's that's the 20% that can come out. Yeah. I was trying to think of times where I've done that to. It's usually like customer service people. When I when I break on customer service people, we didn't do John Boy and Jake radio last year, Jake, but we should right. have been doing it when I was calling the uh john boy court bank sure every day right every day i finally snapped on those motherfuckers they sent me up the chain to like the president of union bank wow i talked yeah they did i and i said i when i got to him i was freaking i said sir before you say anything to me look at my call log with your company he was like, what? I said, look at the call log between my phone number and your company. He was like, okay. I said, what do you see? He said, whoa, yeah. Looks like you've spent 27 hours on the phone with us this last month. And I said, yes. About two hours a day for the last month, and I haven't gotten a thing solved. And then I said, why should I stay with you? And he, w- right. and he was like, uh, uh. Well, if I was you, I, I don't think I would. And I was like, yeah. First correct answer so far, Hank. What else he got? He was like, what can I do to help? And I said, you can train every single employee underneath you just so much better. And that's what I said to him. <laughs> he was like, okay. Oh, it's terrible. All right, let's go on to another story. Sure. This man, he removed his condom during sex with a prostitute, and now he's been jailed for rape. What he did is wrong, like super wrong, because diseases and stuff like that. But there's right. got to be some other sort of crime besides rape. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the legalities around that, which is probably good news for myself. But uh... If this is rape, then our, our friend Sven got raped. Oh. In college. Or should I not tell that story? <laughs> you don't want me to tell it? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a couple. You can't drop in casual rape stuff. Second rape mention on the episode, I think. Uh, I think. No, I said, if this is ripping the condom off in the middle, 
than than Sven right. did get get raped. Yeah, I know what you said, but I don't think <laughs> this is. But I don't know. Nope, I haven't read the details. Nope. No. Oh, he. All he, right, back to the feminist cafe. He threatened the sex worker with violence when she resisted him. Oh, so it's just a very misleading headline. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, headline writers are professional liars. All right, this Texas pizza joint forced to close after employees spiked the pizza with laxatives. This is your kind of story. I mean, I'm just curious to the how. I mean, did they, was the laxative, was it a liquid and they like mixed it with the cheese or something? I I, I don't know. I've never done this before. Yeah, I don't know, bud. It's in uh, Springtown, Texas, so I'm guessing it's shitty pizza anyway. Wow. I mean, totally is, but... See, like, this is what I don't get. The employee reportedly revealed that the prank had been executed on one of their co-workers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they did it just for their co-workers, but then a customer accidentally, like, got a slice. Right. Oh, I kind of... See, if you prank your co-workers, that's a prank. I was going to say giving laxatives to customers isn't a prank. It's just being an asshole. But doing it to your friend and a coworker, that's kind of a prank. Jimmy, I don't know if you even realized, but you had a pretty good pun to open up the story. What was it? Saying that it's shitty pizza. Oh, nice. Hey oh didn't even realize. Hey Brady is here hey, in the yeah, chat yeah, again, yeah, yeah. which is great. Brady, I think he's your third time being in the chat. But um he Brady said, Where can I send a few shirts for old boy? Can't be wearing the same shirt every time I tune in. But now it's on Brady. His shirt recognition game is terrible. Like different, different shirt. Brady. You were wearing a white penny yesterday. You were wearing a gray. Uh, tank yeah, I was penny. wearing my Carolina penny yesterday. I'm wearing a, a New York fake jersey shirt that one of our buddies made. That we're not sure the legalities on it, but I have it now, so I'm going to wear it. I'm throwing it in the rotation. What's the legalities? What What are you worried about? It's uh, I mean, it's like it says New York. Oh, has 45 on the back. Voight. Oh no, he's um, got uh you got one of those? That's cool. Yeah. Um, he's they're licensed. So yeah. Wearing wearing that today. Um so yeah, I mean I'm essentially gonna be wearing a different jersey every day. I mean there will be doubles, don't get me wrong, but I'll I'll be clear about that um probably while whilst talking. Nice. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're new, I'm I'm not like I'm an abolish slavery guy, but not the guy that wears the shirt that says abolish slavery. I just don't want to wear any clothes. I thought you said slavery. I was like, holy shit. Well, this episode's crazy. Slavery. Slavery. Yeah. Slavery. <laughs> it's, it's, it's close. It's close. That's the joke. I'm on both sides. Have you seen that shirt? No. Yeah. I'm abolish slavery and slavery. Put me. I'm for, Fair? I'm for it. Sign me up. You did a little Sorbo face there for a second. It's cute. Thanks, man. This girl was was kicked out of a restaurant because she kept giving them bad reviews. Katie Swarbrick, 18. What are you doing? 18 and you're just going, you're reviewing restaurants? At her, her ex works there. Oh, my God. Katie Swarbrick. Thousand percent. Oh, let's find out. Katie Swarbrick claims she was forcibly remo- removed and then issued a ban from the Rio, Rioja restaurant on Market Street for voicing her concerns over the establishment's poor service. She said, I went out on Thursday night to Rioja and was waiting at the bar for over an hour, and the bar staff served their friends before anyone else who was waiting. After an hour, I gave up and went to the sun. Later on, I went back to Rioja and waiting for another 30 minutes, then eventually gave up. 
I wrote a status on Facebook about how the service was appalling because I was quite angry that in all the time I was waiting, I didn't get served even one drink. I went back to the Rioja on Sunday, and as I walked up to the bar, all the staff stared at me, and the bouncer escorted me off the premises. Because I complained about their customer service on Thursday, I'm now banned from the bar, and they won't serve my friends. I was definitely not rude to the staff and did not shout shout at them. I even wrote an email to the restaurant and did not hear a reply. I am 1,000% on the bar side. Yeah. Get out of here. No. I mean, we reserve the right to refuse service to you and you publicly trashed us, so we kind of just don't want you to be in our establishment because last time you were in our establishment, you publicly trashed us. Whether we were right or yeah. wrong, we we right. might have been wrong. We apologize. Yeah. But you publicly we, trashed us, so like get out of the fucking bar. Right to serve who we want, so just kindly leave. Yeah. And Jimmy what are you oh. fucking doing at 18 to not get served at a bar that you go on Facebook and complain about it? Just go to another bar and drink. Maybe it's, is it the only game in town? Where are we? I thought it was a UK article. She went to another bar. Okay. And then came back and then came back the next day. You clearly like that bar. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. All right. Got any other? You like this giant potato story? I do. I I I I'm actually really excited for this. I I think I missed it when I was scrolling through the stories a couple times. Um, hipster heaven, giant potato Airbnb. Um, they're charging two fifty a night in Idaho, which is big money. Um, so I I read this and like, headline and I thought it was going to be stupid. Like I thought it was going to be a joke, you know, like uh, right. like not. Like a potato on the ground and you live in a tent next to it. I don't know. But right. no, it's a giant potato that they hollowed out and put furniture inside of. Well, it's not a real potato. I need you to know that. Well, I mean, if there was a potato that size, right, we'd be in the dinosaur age. Um, and it'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm missing a TV. I'd like that in my Airbnb. For two fifty a night, like it's basically a studio apartment in Idaho. Well, so I mean, this choice. is this is hipster bait. Oh, I'd never pay to do this. No, like, dude, if it was, if this was reasonably priced, and I was going to do a road trip to Idaho, like I would look into it. But n- not at that. Number. It needs to be s- the same price as the skeeziest hotel. Um. It could be a tear up from the skeeziest. I think for for having a giant potato, if you hit me with a hundo spot, I'd be like, that's fair. All right, so Motel 6 in this town is 40 bucks a night. $28. Okay, so Motel 6 is $28 a night. This potato is 50 Doing the potato? Easily. You saw my, actually. Yeah, I, I gave you my numbers. I think it's, if it's... A hundred or lower, I'm in on the potato. Just to say you did it. It looks boring as fuck. It looks so boring. Like that's there's no internet. That's the part that's getting me. There's no windows. There's no TV. There's no internet. So I'm just now you're just in a giant potato in Idaho. You're like in a storage like container. That's, that's like a prank. <clears throat> and there's nothing on the grounds outside of it. Like there should be, there should be potato themed lawn games. Like, 
Are they going to bring in more potatoes? What What is this? Whole village of potatoes. Yeah, I don't know. Brady wants to know. Uh, Brady said, hey, the dude with the bro tank. Are you from Colorado? Yes. Heard you're an Avs fan. Brady, we told you the whole history yesterday. Brady. Come on, Brady. At halftime yesterday, we give you the whole backdrop. Jake's originally from Connecticut, born and raised. Lives in, lives, in lives in Denver now. Not really an Avs fan, but you will root for the local city you're in. Oh. No matter the city. Go Avs. No matter the city. If, if you were living in Charlotte right now, you'd be a Hornets fan. Be a huge Canes fan. Yeah. Because you like the Whalers. No. You don't like the Whalers? No, because I live in Carolina. Just stay, playing by the rules. Play by the rules. All right, better today. Better today. It's the better today. Better today. Better today. Here's right yesterday. No. Lost by a point and a half. Bet of the day, bet of the day, it's the bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey, Jakey is going the wrong way. He's backtracking. We had a chance to get back to 500 and he blew it. He is now 35 and 37. His chances of getting the above 500 this week are out the window, which was something he told us he was going to do, but can he redeem himself? He's currently on the worst losing streak he's had in over four weeks, two losses in a row. Jake, what do you got today? That was actually a huge compliment. Um, it was. Biggest losing streak in four weeks is two. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Jim. I appreciate that, man. You're welcome. I know um, how to boost you up. Uh, no. The uh, Yeah, our, our Rockets... Screwed a pooch last night. Disgusting. Um, I mean, really bad stuff here. Um, Yesterday, you wouldn't let me talk about the horse fuckers, and now you're just dog sex all over this thing. We're one more foul away. If after the after the Go Bear miss layup, if they foul there, we we might get the win yesterday. But you can't dwell on that, Jim. You got to move onward and upward. Um. Let's see. I feel like I should go back to baseball to get warm there. Uh, Lester coming off the IL. That's a little too risky for me. Dude, you know what? This is Anaheim. The Angels are favored, Jim. Why? Again. Why? We, I have, we have no idea. We have Tank on the bump today. Yes. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. The Angels are not. Okay. <laughs> no, but they, they have like an even money line, basically. Um. Yeah, it's minus 100 basically both ways. So I'm taking the Yankees. The Yankees are going to sweep. Tanaka's been great. They have Cahill on the mound, who's just another bad ace. This, these Angels team is bad, and I want them bot- to bottom out because I'm on a free Mike Trout thing. Um. And the Yankees are just going to continue to find a way, And it's especially with your boy Tank. I, Easy money. I got the shirt on. Yeah. Tanaka Tuesday. The freest of monies. I was wearing my CC shirt, the thick one, you know, and I yeah. walked over to my grandma's house to help her with something, and she saw the shirt and she said, oh, I like that. Can you make me one like that, but with Tanaka? <laughs> she just likes Tanaka. Yeah. So like, It sounds like you just want a Tanaka shirt. <laughs> like, I don't know how I make this shirt with Tanaka. <laughs> this is a picture of... Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I got to figure that out. 
But, uh, I mean, you've tied my hands again. I will never publicly bet against the Yankees. So Jake you is just stupid, pick them every day. Smart. No, because that's not, a, that's not proper. You tied my hands. I'll tie your hands. Don't tie my hands. You ever had your hands. hand? You ever had your hands tied up? I don't think so. Yes, I have. You have? I have. Do you want to talk about it? Maybe next time. Tune in to John Boy and Jake Radio. Nice. I'm going to go pull up um, the music, but I'm not playing that Papa Roach song that we played. Yeah. You want me to play, like, Scars? Uh, no, ideally no more Papa Roach. Ever, even. Well, I, I'm, I would like to make this a Papa Roach free program. Well, that would be that's one of my goals. Then give 20, me a give me a band real quick because I have Papa Roach pulled up, so I need to audible now. To a this pee. is your last Papa Roach song. This is what you get. Okay. so let's go out swinging. Do you want Scars or or Last Resort? There's only one option, Jim. Don't pretend like Scars is a real option. I tear my heart open. I no. sew myself shut. Because my weakness is Cut my life into pieces This is my last resort What a fucking depressed crew (laughs) What are you doing? You're on mute (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't listening to you sing Scars Alright, see you guys Their songs are Cut My Life (laughs) 